0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode, episode number 12 of the 413 podcast featuring the PCB boys. Hello, everyone. Yo! Yo. Hey. Yo. And tonight we're doing our usual bullshit, and we are going to go through um some of our favorite childhood, we'll say slash kids movies. I think the difference is that there's movies that we liked. In our childhood, that may not have been appropriate for kids, but they may be on this list. Or there may be an inherent kids movie that we really like now (laughs) that might also fall on this list. Um, So we're going to go either way. But uh, childhood slash kids movies tonight, we're going to be doing our top three. We did not come up with an official order here, so maybe we should uh, figure out. (laughs) I guess we'll just go around Robin style um, alphabetically. I think that makes the most sense. For sure. Okay. I like that. And, uh, you know, for those that, who follow us on the gram, um, what were some of your favorite movies? Go on, comment, let us know. Um, did we, what do you think of our list? Did who we miss won anything? this? Yeah. Who won? What did we absolutely miss out? I yeah. think the uh, fans
1: win. At all times.
0: I guess basically what we're trying to get at is how
2: wrong was Andy doing I this. think my childhood wins.
0: Uh, I think
1: if if we do an Instagram poll, I think everyone is going to agree with me 100% that my list is the best.
3: We don't even know what the list is. We got to get into that. All
1: right. It's going to be an interesting list. I'm going to start us off here. This is a 1989 classic. Rainbow God it. it stars... The famous Rick Moranis, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. How can you get any better than oh. Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Two.
2: No,
0: the first one, chair. Okay.
1: No, there was no Honey I Shrunk the Kids too.
0: No, there was no Honey I Shrunk the Kids too. There was Honey I blew up the kids.
1: No, there was Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Honey we Shrunk ourselves, then Honey I blew up the kids. Andy dropping science over here. Jeez I please. can't, but the I mean Honey I Blew up the kids is good too, but Honey, In I desert. Shrunk, The Kids, 1989. I mean, come on, they're riding an ant. They Giant find ant, the, yeah. the oatmeal cream pie, That's remember? classic scene. Yeah. In the yard, he scoops out the cream and he just takes a bite. Ah, oh,
2: so good. Incredible. I actually was lucky enough to go on the ride at Universal, too, where they shoot a little of air behind your ankles to make you think that there's a, a little rat running out into the scene.
0: What the fuck is that? Oh, I don't like that at all.
2: Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, that cool. frightens
0: me. Now
2: I good, good on Universal.
1: I,
0: I have a yeah. memory of seeing this in theaters. I don't know if I was actually like legit like three or four years old when I when I saw it, but um I have a memory of seeing it in theaters unless they like did a reboot of it at some point um and played it later on. But the um, last
2: one wasn't that long ago, I feel like. I mean not. Well Blue barely, up the Kids was like, like early nineties, I like think. A decade Blue a decade Up the kids
0: decade. was early
2: nineties,
0: yeah. Like n- not that early, maybe like ninety three, ninety four, three, ninety that right? That sounds oh, yeah. About right. Yeah, I digress. Uh, Honey, I shrunk the kids. That is a, a pretty great choice. Um, when's the last time you saw that? And does it hold up?
1: <laughs> Honestly, I have not seen it in a long time. And I was thinking of childhood movies, and I was like, "Oh man, I remember Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." I always loved it. I must have watched it a bunch when I was a kid. And I mean. I probably saw it like 10 years ago again, and I still remember it being just as good and just as interesting. Like, you watch it, and like, oh, it was just, it was a well made movie from start to finish. And I mean, Rick Moranis is just a talent. He's just a talent.
3: Rick Moranis is a god. He is incredible. Uh, Strange Brews, one of my favorite films of all time, but Honey I Shrunk the Kids is an absolute classic.
2: A little pesh- it is. A horse.
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: He
0: gave a much better knockout performance in that YouTube video recently, where someone decked him on the oh. street. Oh, okay. That's got to
1: be edited. Edit I know too edited. soon, inappropriate.
0: I know, but I figured it. It needed the joke. Random act of violence. For- He's
1: healed Who now. Who's gonna
3: punch Rick Moranis? They must not have known. This dude definitely. No, the guy know. was crazy.
1: The guy was was mentally crazy. He was mentally unstable.
0: Well, anytime you punch Rick Moranis, you got to be a little nuts. I don't think he knew who he was. Unless he's a, such
3: he is. a good actor, you don't know it's Rick Moranis. Why are you throwing punches still,
2: regardless? Good point. Poor taste. Poor taste.
0: You think he did his own stunts in the movie? 100 percent
1: Um honey, I the kids, he didn't have to do his own stunts. The kids did most of the work. He was just kind of looking for them. Uh, remember he had the magnifying glasses on. He's like, he's like looking for the kids in the attic.
2: I feel like he didn't have a ton of like the super high intensity action scenes that would have been bad. He did not. They blew up a lot of stuff around him on like Ghostbusters and things, right? So,
0: yeah, I'd be surprised if he could like step over a puddle with his Dockers on. You know, like (laughs) it's kind of the vibe I get from Rick Moranis. But anyway, um, yeah, solid choice. All right, Bill. Yeah, Bill. What you got? Is it a Uh, is it a Rick Moranis
3: movie? Speaking of throwing punches in 1989. I got scared when you said 1989. I was like, oh, he's scooping me. Andy, I got a question. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? I'm going to 1989's Batman. (laughs) That is not a kid's movie. It was a movie for everybody in 1989. (laughs) And for Halloween, I dressed up as the Joker. Uh, the first day of school, I had a Joker uh sweatshirt. I quoted the movie incessantly as a kid. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a little dark, but it was great. You, you get you got a great soundtrack. I loved Prince at the time and Steven Spielberg.
2: Uh, maybe he loved Prince. Yeah, you don't love Prince it, anymore. It,
3: yeah. Oh, well, rested power. Yeah, of course I do, but oh, was just such a great soundtrack, great score to it. I, I watched that movie over and over and over again. And, uh, yeah, it, it just, and it was everywhere too, like, like I was saying, like, I had, I had all that merch, I had a lunchbox, like everything I had had to have a Batman symbol or a Joker insignia. Well,
0: I, I remember being, uh, so before I ever saw that, um, I think, cause I don't remember seeing it this, I, maybe I saw it the same year it came out, but maybe later, but I remember watching the Batman, um, uh, like live action, you know, with Adam West and oh, watching like those
3: sixties. Yeah. yeah. So
0: like, well, I, I wasn't in the sixties, but they would play all play it all the time on television. And so, um, you know, that was what I kind of knew as Batman at the time. I think it was more like Superman was more of that kind of like, in that same vibe and then when when this batman tim burton's came out um it was like whoa this got dark and this is a very different batman but it was way more badass and that's what was like what drew drew like i think kids and even adults in because it it took on this creepy vibe and i think like you see that in a lot of the work later even when they started doing more of those like um um what,
1: Darker a- superhero movies.
0: Yeah, what's for a- sure. Yeah. But and Michael
1: Michael Keaton is coming back in the Flash movie to play Batman.
3: Oh, nice. Um, there was still there's a lot of things for kids in that movie though. Like when um when the Joker goes to shoot down the Batwing and um it has that comically long handgun. Uh yeah. you wouldn't hit a man with glasses. Uh the the little uh, the little teeth like there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff I mean of course I didn't get the d- darkness really uh, in 1989 when I was watching it as an eight year old but like yeah later on you could go back and be like oh this movie also hits at different levels but at that point it was just like this is a fun movie to quote it's everywhere and I get to watch it all the time so I still have my I'm very answer. excited about my first pick there with Batman 1989 I still
0: have all my Batman cards from the movie. Like it has different I like have a bunch of those. Hell yeah. And a binder of those. Mm-hmm. We'll have to we'll have to start. We'll we'll share them. We'll trade them around. For sure. I'll find some scenes that you like. I'll see if I can find the long gun. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Eric, what go. do you got for your uh first pick? All right. Well, I mean, I guess I'm uh I'm gonna stay in a stay in a similar spirit. Um with a little uh, karate. Um, I'm not going, I'm not going where you think I'm going. So don't get too excited, Bill. I can see you getting antsy in your seat. Um, So there's a movie that, yeah, that I, um, I watched quite a bit. This came out in 1992. And it was a little bit more of a comical take on the karate game. You know, I think I watched like tons of karate movies as a kid you know and even you know ninja turtles and and things like that but this movie brought a little bit more of that real element and felt like even i might be able to be a ninja i found out that that was not true um but i'll just say that um much like i like love this movie rocky loves emily and uh that's 3 ninjas wow when i was a kid was a i one.
1: i liked 3 ninjas and then i saw um a while back, when I was in my twenties, and I was like, "Man, what did I like about this movie?" But as a kid, it was it was great. I think it holds up. <laughs> I I didn't think it held up, but I still I had fond memories of it because I remember being a kid and like uh, it, it was it was a good movie to I watched it on when I was a kid. I agree. So
0: it, was so it, it it's got they developed the characters well. They've got Rocky Colt and Tum Tum. You can't beat Tum Tum. He's kind of like, you know, the chunk of this movie. Yeah,
1: you gotta have a fat one.
0: He's not really that fat, he just likes to eat a lot. So you got him, he's constantly talking about, you know, uh, snacking, and he's very preoccupied with that. Um, You've got the grandfather, Victor Wong, who just is like, he just, he, he kills in this movie. He's like, he looks like Danny DeVito, but yet they have him like you know flipping around off of trees and stuff. And it's just like it's 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 almost comical to see him, but he's great in it. And then you bring in an element almost like home alone, because when the three dudes break in, those three surfer dudes break into the house to try to get the kids, and like the kids like they give them laxative and they spray like I think it's like pepper spray or something like in their eyes, like they just like torture these three dudes, and it's hilarious scenes. They're all trying to share the toilet to, to get rid of this laxative they had in their <laughs> drink. And it's like, it's just hilarious. And uh, yeah, I, they made some, some sequels that were all pretty terrible. But I'll say that uh, Three Ninjas from 1992 um, is a pretty excellent watch. And I, what I guess I'm hoping that you're going to do with this list is you may go back and rewatch some of these and decide for yourself. Um, you have never seen Three Ninjas. It's a, it's a good watch. It's no Batman, okay? I'm sorry. It's no <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, alright? Well, it's it's definitely a quality not. comedy. <clears throat> alright, Jared. Passing it on.
2: We're just doing the three. Should I save some for an honorable, like honorable mention for doing stuff?
0: Pick your top three, and then we'll go from there. <laughs>
2: I, I'm gonna do the 1987 Rob Reiner film, uh, Princess Bride. Nice, oh, classic. That was always uh, a go-to when I was Andre. sick or not feeling too. Yeah. And to to the of I
0: think Jared's going back to episode two when this wasn't at your favorite film of the 80s.
2: That's kind of why I was like. So- oh, I- do I double up again, or do I try to just pick something different? different You're
0: like Sir Mix-a-Lot. You doubled up. Uh-uh.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm sticking true. It's Andy, Andy's going
0: to do his Andre the Giant impersonation again. Go ahead.
1: Uh, did I do one last time? No, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. <sighs> uh,
2: I, don't think I, I mean,
1: I can't do good You know, I could try it. Like... Oh, I could have crushed your head with that one. It was like, he throws them around. Oh, no. At <laughs> <At> him, <laughs> at him, I'm not good. At, I can't do impression. I just can't. I can do, like, I can do my mom. Is it-
2: I just need a higher register. That's all.
3: <laughs> I think we should do a I whole I swear episode. to God, I, I think Andre the Giant's come back from the grave. I, I heard him. It's like he's in the just, room. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> I think we should do it after they where we just have Andy. Peanut. He Andy just needs to do me. impressions of people. We just need to give him a list of people oh, to God. do impressions of, and he can do them. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have to see, we have to see the will come out like my mom.
1: <laughs> Andy, wait, where are you? Where are you? At my computer. I think I got a virus. It says, it says to update your Windows Fire software. <laughs> Click yes and no. Is this a virus? I got a virus on here. This, is it a porn virus?
0: Mom, you looking at porn?
1: No, I don't. Is someone looking at porn on my computer? I
0: don't know when your mom went to Long Island. Or but right. out. <laughs> that is a spot-on impression of my mother.
3: I think and Andre and Didi are both in the room with me. I feel like I could, issues. yeah. <laughs> <could.
0: laughs> Anybody want the pee? <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, that's how I sounded. I don't. I don't hear the difference. I don't hear the difference.
0: Jared, do you have have like a standout scene in that movie that you really like? Anything that like? I don't know that I've ever ever actually seen the whole thing. If I'm being honest with you, I watch like bits and pieces of it all the time, but I can't remember if I've seen.
2: it. All the Andre stuff's good. I mean, the Mm -hmm. Mandy Patinkin stuff with Anigo Montoya. Yeah, bunch of weird sword fighting and. He dies and comes back with Billy Crystal. When he comes back, I think when he gets the chocolate coated, he's only mostly dead pill. Oh, yeah. And he like, can't move <laughs> his body, so he's just getting dragged by Andre the Giant around. He's <laughs> like, all right, and he has to like, have him move his head. He's like, okay, we're going this way. No, not over there.
0: Classic stuff. All right, we're ready for round two. Andy, lead us in. All right. And it Once better not again- be "Honey, I Blew Up the Kids" or a Rick okay. Moranis movie.
1: Okay. Well, that's funny because it bad. is a Rick Moranis movie. It is a 1994 classic. Okay, it's got Rick Moranis, oh, Ed O'Neill. It's got uh it it's got it all. It is Little Giants. Giants. Oh. The fridge. Come on. It's a freaking ragtag group of kids. Their uncle is like, no way. You're not good enough to be football players, and then they become the little giants at the fridge because they said, no, girl can't play football. Andy, it's Icebox. Exactly.
0: Andy, it's the Icebox, not the fridge. Oops. It's the Icebox. Be- the Icebox. Becky, Becky, Becky O'Shea.
1: Becky O'Shea.
0: So good. And when she's she hot to she try, she's still got a squat. That's <laughs> right. I didn't know what that meant at the time, but now I know. You know what's
1: funny is Girl, when I pee. rewatched it, the same thing I was like, "Whoa, I, I can't believe they said that." I said, "What is this, is a kids movie?" But then when I was a kid, I was like, "I don't understand." That's yes.
0: uh, that amazing, That was one of my all-time favorites as a kid. I knew you were going to pick it so I didn't put it on my list, but um i want to talk about it more because i love that movie i love the uh nerdy kid that wrote all the plays the annexation of puerto rico to win the the final uh (laughs) yes um fumble ruski i mean they 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 really went to town with the plays they were like uh they they were reminiscent of uh, michigan state i would say
1: I would um, say that it, it was, once again, a, a classic Rick little Moranis brains. movie. I mean, and you have a great um, villain in Ed O'Neill, because he's just an amazing actor, anyway, you know? But he's not too douchey. Um, he's just like, for a kid's movie, he's the right amount of douche, you know? it's Oh, it's his brother, but it's like, no, man, only the best, but it's like, no, you didn't take his daughter because she was a girl, you know? She's better than all the boys, and we what does she do? She fiction, creates right? a ragtag team. The Little Giants. And then they yeah, come out on top. It was the basically the too. bad
0: news bears of football. It was kind Absolutely. of the same.
1: Except for without so it an alcoholic. Yeah, without an alcoholic person trying to coach the team.
0: Plus, they had a great, a uh,
1: figure.
0: great, great cameos from um, Emmett Smith. Uh, I think Michael Irving may have been in it.
2: There's um, probably more people than I can remember. Well, once again, I'm not a Smith
1: guy, so I never knew who any of those people were.
0: True. And he just wanted like, to make sure we oh, had wow. a good time. He didn't want them to beat the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, there are some great scenes. Uh, Devin Sawa in that movie playing quarterback for the Giants. Um, I love the scene where he's throwing toilet paper rolls into a cart. Like, First of all, um, I don't know how much they're pooping in that family or that house, but he was really loading up that cart. Um Little, little surprising that they were letting him do that. Um, but hey, he was just he, getting
3: ready for uh, pandemic. I mean, yeah. yep. <laughs> there it seems
2: less weird now, right?
3: I think
0: that we have a missed meme opportunity there. I think <laughs>
3: for sure, for sure.
0: <laughs> Me stocking up last March. Um, yeah. There's, there's a lot of great scenes. I think my favorite scene though is right early in the beginning when they're doing the tryouts and um, uh, I can't think of his name, but the the kid who plays uh, center. Who gets he gets hit real hard and they blow the whistle and um you know they pull his helmet off and they think he's got blood and it's that he <laughs> he packed he packed his peanut butter and jelly <laughs> in his helmet and he's got some Cheetos and so he says, Oh, he's got his lunch in here. He's like, What what is it? He's like peanut butter and jelly and, and some Cheetos, and he's like, Crunchy or puffed? <laughs> puffed. <laughs> Wuss. <laughs> And then they take the, they pick the sandwich up and the kid just sits there for a second. He's like, my mom made that. And he <laughs> snatched the sandwich out of the out of their hand. Oh, it's a great scene. <laughs> that that one I could watch every I actually watched that one uh within the last year. Um I watched on, it a couple of
1: years ago and it was still it still held up. It was still completely a great movie.
0: Yeah. I think you can play it whenever and it, it's gonna it's gonna hit all the marks.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: that there.
2: So, I enjoys. think it's at Disney
1: Plus, right? I know Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I believe, is on. Disney uh,
0: we're Plus. not affiliated with Disney or Disney Plus, Andy, so I don't want you getting them plug. Sorry, free plugs.
1: Sorry, yeah. sorry,
0: don't mean to plug it. You can it. use whatever search engine of your choice to find it out. It could where be anywhere, just look
1: account. and you will find it. It's somewhere. Ask Jeeves,
3: you can
0: ask Jeeves. Yeah, so let's you know,
3: we'll edit that out. And
0: Bill, your turn. Bill, you got some big cleats to fill here. What do you got?
3: Ooh, glad he segue that. Um, I got a sports one too. But what's the cutoff of the age that you consider a kids' movie? Of how old you can be for it to be a kids' movie? I mean, Bill, you put in Batman. I mean,
2: so yeah, um, really no
3: limit for you at this point. Or is (laughs) it the age of the movie? This is a 1993 movie. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, also a sports uh, movie. Um, oh, I already know. Yeah. Go um, it's got a big dog. Yep. <laughs> it's got oh, a bunch yeah. of kids playing baseball. It is the 20th, 20th Century Fox classic, The Sandlot. Oh, I didn't I just think you were going there. Oh, I'm going there. I just want to give a little little bit of history for the director, uh, David Mithy Evans. Um, some other banger movies that he's done is uh, First Kid, Beethoven's Third,
1: Beethoven's Fourth. Please stop. You're labeling terrible movies.
3: Oh, it gets better. National Lampoon's Barely, barely Legal. Oh, God. And to round it out, Ace Ventura Junior. Pet Detective. Ah, uh, okay. so this guy fell into one of the greatest movies of all time, but for it just for one moment, just like Benny the Jet stealing home, you can just strike gold, steal home, win the game, give a thumbs up. This spoke to me so much as, as a 12-year-old that just loved to play baseball, you know, that That wanted to get kissed by together. the hot
1: um, lifeguard at the pool.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's a little could be a little problematic right now, but you yeah, know, not
2: They're eight, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Unless, yeah. Still not great, for sure. The Beast. Uh,
3: the Beast. The Beast. The uh, Beast just, um, the, the soundtrack to this one too, just classic, uh, and just, you know, the flashbacks with, um, with squints uh, grandfather, um, the forever ever line, like you know, everything ever. like, yes, exactly. Just classic all around. Well, um, it's a
0: very heavily quoted movie. Like you, you know, how, who doesn't say you're, you know, you're killing me, Smalls. Like, I mean, that's.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> that's,
0: years uh, ago, I, I worked with the Andy guy. That's what says every time he drinks too much and he's trying to that's perform.
1: That's killing me. But years ago, um, back in college, I worked with a guy. Uh, he, well, he was on Night Crew, and, um, So I was coming in early and I chat and I had mentioned The Sand Lot and he had a young kid and he goes, I've never seen that movie in my entire life. The next day, I literally went out, bought it on DVD. And I gave it to him that night at work as a present. I was like, here you go. Enjoy this movie with your son. Like, mm-hmm. it, it he, and then the next thing he How came much in, he of goes, a rental fee did, did
0: you charge him? <laughs> 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 you can take this movie for the low cost of $5.95 per night and show your son, and I need it back in three days.
3: Now, for a little bit of trivia, is this the only movie where um, Dennis Leary doesn't say fuck
1: I mean, I think it is cuz it's a, it's no. one of those gems that people don't realize that he's in
2: it. He, yeah. I bet you he was probably in something else where he played like that weird uh, like a like a G-rated role role rated. or g for something but I can't remember. I mean, I he's in know,
1: like maybe a total of 10 minutes of the movie and 10 minutes is being generous. Yeah. He's like in it like in the in the beginning a little bit and then he goes on a work trip um and then he's like in it when they finally give him the ball that's destroyed by the dog. And then he gets the new ball with all the other signatures on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, a couple of questions real quick. What is up with the the size of the brim on that hat that he's that uh, Smalls is wearing? Worst Incredible. hat ever. Incredible. Worst hat ever. Incredible. I've been
3: looking for a hat like that. Hopefully, a Michigan one.
0: Like you're, you're going to cover sun for three people
2: with that. think of all the just, shade.
3: Absolutely. My face isn't going to get burnt.
2: Plus, look. If you have to bent, shit could be bent from like down to your ears, all the way up and over your head, down to your other ear. Awful! Know, they should. protection built in. I just
1: love her th- love the machines they make to try to get the ball back.
2: Oh yeah, the they're just sat.
1: They're Dude, absolutely they're like eight years old. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. It was quite ingenious. That's how well, they, they were all not
2: super rich by the end. Of we us did. at Tim's trying to get waffle balls back from the other side of the fence, when we'd hit it over the monster.
3: Chris, I think we were like t- teenagers at that point. Yeah, we were teenagers and
1: Tim went over and asked and the guy said no, but so it wasn't like a happy a ending. Like, garage full like that. of freaking Yeah, there's, the there's no
3: it. James yeah. Earl Jones over there.
1: Crates full, A blind James Earl Jones saying
2: yeah. <laughs> George, George Shines Shines this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that movie does two things really well. Um, they make it's a good time period piece. Mm-hmm. So certainly, I like that they go back and they do a good job of that. But also, it's it's just a great like other than being a a, a funny sports movie, it's a great coming of age tale and friendships and all these kind of things that happen over a crazy summer. Um, I don't think it's on anyone's list, so I'm just going to say it. It's sort of reminiscent of like a baseball version of Stand By Me. Mm, good call.
1: No, because it is, it's sad too. Like cause like when he starts going about what happened to the kid, like what happened to all of them, that was the and one they summer they were really all together. Yeah. yeah, that was the last summer they were all together. Which is sad because it was his first summer with those crew, with that crew. But and like couple, real. some of them That's moved what away. To a lot of people. You know, and then the dog died because the dog was with him for a while. You know. The mascot. And, yeah, he was the mascot. You know, it was good. It was definitely it was good. That's
0: yes. why I was my second pick. Solid choice, Eric. What do you got for your
3: second pick? Uh,
0: again, I, I, I'm not as mainstream. I guess uh, the movies I picked. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you guys are posers or anything, but <laughs> at least not in this situation. Um, <laughs> but uh, I realized that my first two movies are not weren't super mainstream. So, like, wait,
3: time out. We are posers because if you listen to our previous uh, episode ten. With our guilty pleasures, music, then you'll find out total posers.
0: That's true. Yeah. Well, g- great Let's point there.
2: To
0: Although I'm not gonna lie, I've listened to that playlist twice now.
2: Oh yeah, it's a,
3: it's bangers. And just so you know,
0: Andy, for you, um, on our Instagram, I followed uh, such pages as um, Little Debbie and Clay Aiken. So I
1: heard, I heard about the Clay Aiken one, and I was. Very happy for that. I'm hoping that maybe one day Clay Aiken will reach out and we can get him on a podcast where we talk
2: about music. Do you really want that?
1: Or a movie? I do. I absolutely <laughs> would love to talk to Clay Aiken. I think it would be really fun. I know. Get him on a movie one. I mean, come on. It would be fun. Where did he come up with that song? Did he write it himself? Does he really want to be a fly on someone's wall? Does he want to be invisible? These are questions I need to know. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, they're all very good points. I'm not going to... Those are questions. For sure questions.
1: But anyways, Wick, so I want to know what your movie is. I'm very excited for
0: it. All right. So I think this is sort of like, at least like from my interpretation, like every kid's fantasy um, is that you are given a blank check and it just so happens that this blank check you were able to go on your fancy computer from 1990 something and um, make it out for one million dollars, and it just so happens that there's some, you know, activity happening in the background that they allow this check to go through for one million dollars because of a mistake, and now we've got our uh, our 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 lead Preston, and he now has one million dollars, and he decides to. Spend it like a kid would spend it. And you get to see all these great gadgets and things that he buys water slides and trampolines. And he, you know, uh, he basically gets to create this whole world for himself. Um, the movie, obviously, is uh, 1994's Blank Check. Um, I'll say that um, some of the standout uh, people in the movie um, number one, Tone Loke is in the movie. <laughs> Ooh, right! <laughs> he plays the character juice um uh great uh you know pretty great there um and uh Karen Duffy who is an absolute babe is also in this movie and uh kind of a a, a
2: That's strange the, one role. Where the eight-year-old kid ends up like kiss or she ends up kissing him at the end of it <laughs> Jared, FBI agent.
0: I feel like you're trying to bring down my movie here, <laughs> right. and I don't like. It. I'm just there, saying. Listen, like there, there may have like, been some adult-child right. relations in this movie. I don't know. alright? <laughs> I don't remember. The point is, you latched onto it. All right. It was Sicko. the early '90s. Yeah,
3: it exactly. It was
0: the early '90s. Everyone was. Doing like, that's weird. Right? <laughs> Everyone was kissing kids. <laughs>
1: Probably, say, she was his mother.
0: We didn't know. <laughs>
1: Honestly, you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be um, mean here. I actually, as a kid, did not like Blank Check, and when I got older, I watched it again, and I was like, "Yep, I still don't like this movie."
0: Andy, why are you picking apart? I've all I do is bring yours up, and you have to keep tearing mine down. I'm I sorry, you don't
3: like to be Three that ninjas,
0: Blank Check.
1: These Blank are my check, goddamn movies. Here's the problem with Blank Check: is it starts out pretty good, but then like the ending, they're like, "Oh, it's counterfeit money." What do you mean? Didn't he rob it from a bank? And how no. did the police not know who he was? They're like, oh, who are you? He's like, I I'm mean, this dude there wouldn't be He supposedly a story. broke out of jail and this wanted criminal's running around hitting kids with his car
0: and no one questioning it. Listen, he didn't hit the kid, he hit the bike, alright? And he paid his he paid his way. He gave him a blank yeah. check. He yeah, gave
1: him a blank check and then that kid, no one says, oh well, The kid, you know, the kid took advantage. The kid's the villain in this as well. I mean, he took advantage of that guy. I mean, what if I accidentally gave a kid a blank check and then he empties out
0: my bank account? Like, if he thinks it's just fine to do that? What the hell?
3: totally the villain.
0: (laughs) Well, a quick funny thing about that Mm -hmm. as being a villain is two years before blank check, um, uh, Brian Bosnell, who plays Preston in this, was in a movie called Mikey that was a horror movie that basically was like a prequel to, you might even say Halloween. The concept Whoa. is like he's like, well, I guess not really a prequel to Halloween, but it's it's a similar vibe where this kid Mikey, he's adopted or something, and he just is twisted, and murder happens, and he's the he's the murderer. Um, a lot of weird shit goes down, but um, we're not talking about Mikey, although I did like that movie as a child too. I'm talking about Blank Check, it's lighthearted, it's fun, and it's one of those. Even now, if I had a million dollars and I was that age, what would I do with it? And uh, I think he kind of uh, hits all the marks. So, I do think it's spot on. I think it's
1: spot on with... Oh, now it's spot on. I'm just saying, I didn't (laughs) like it, but if I gave Vin a million dollars, that's what he would spend it on. I absolutely believe that. I think Vin would actually like the movie, too. I'll probably try to find it and play it for
0: him. Andy, if you had a million dollars, I bet you'd buy everyone at Price Chopper a fucking Sandlot DVD, All right? We're not judging you.
1: I probably would, but we're <laughs> not associated good. with Price Jabber. I just want to put that out there.
0: Now, I want... Okay, if you're on <coughs> listening right now, if totally you're fair. one of our listeners, you follow us on Instagram, okay, is Andy wrong here? Does is Blank Check a terrible movie? If, I think no. that's a good thing to ask. I think we should ask the fans. Do you like Blank Check? That's going to be the question I'm going to pose. And the thing is, I'm glad you don't have social media because no matter what people say, I'm going to say that they they liked it. <laughs> I know, Congrats I'll never know. I You'll will never, never know. know. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna move on. Jared, give it to us.
2: I'm going 1982, Spielberg, uh E.T. the extraterrestrial. Nice. You know what? I, I wasn't really a big fan of that. that when I was a kid. That was yeah, that was like a so I remember that when I was a
1: real, real young kid. Yeah, it scared me. When he was yeah. like in the toys and he came out, I was like, yeah. I did exactly." M&Ms. Oh. frightening!
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, there's some scary right. scenes in that. Drew Barrymore, I forgot she was in it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, like,
1: oh yeah. And it, it still holds up when you go back though, and it still is a little yeah. scary when you go back too though. Oh yeah, well, I it's mean,
2: timeless. It's real stuff. It's like Bambi, where there's there's sad stuff. There's things you have to deal with.
0: Bambi, That's Jared, you're drawing a parallel here that I don't know if I can get on board with.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, someone asked. No, who the killed E.T.'s e. e. <laughs> That's a real thing in right. kid movies. Where was E.T. in the forest? try to package all the good, fancy stuff, like all the showy <laughs> things with a lot of bad stuff, because that's I, how it is.
0: I know it's bad that E.T. was born with an Andy body, but
2: it doesn't mean...
0: You know what? The worst
1: part is the followers aren't going to know what I really look like. and I, I'm quite handsome. For anyone who's listening that doesn't know me, know that I'm quite handsome. Probably the most handsome out of the Oh. Listen
2: to the soothing sound. That's of
1: right. My voice. I don't have a dad bod. I am quite <laughs> handsome. I all my say- clothes fit. They're not tight.
0: Fair enough. Um, I will say, though, that I thought E.T. was a terrible movie until I realized that I was just watching Mac and me over and over. <laughs> <Tuesday>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is all the craze about? This movie sucks.
2: Why have they been McDonald's for so long? Super <laughs> Nintendo
1: oh my god mac and me what an awful
0: movie a little known fact i came in third place in a costume contest for halloween um when i went as elliot so whoa (laughs) yep i uh i put et an et doll in a milk crate um on a cart when i was working grocery so
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i i will say this though I mean, classic Steven Spielberg. I mean, could you ask for a better director on on movies? I mean, I don't think he can. Wait, in general, I mean, you can always ask. I Just think you could have put general. Rob
0: Reiner on that,
1: and he would have done a good job. I don't know. I mean, I think I think Steven Spielberg's
2: is one of the great. Would the tone have been different? Probably. Whoa, and Would the, it still have been good? I'm come back off sure, yeah, that but, ledge.
3: I mean, you're going pretty far out there. Steven Spielberg is a good director. <laughs> yeah. Miller
1: is a great
2: director. Nobody likes Jurassic Park.
3: Well, yeah, yeah I exactly,
2: mean, Bill. Anybody come back yeah, down no, to earth? I
3: know you. You are taking one of the like uh, independent directors, no one's heard of, and you're saying he's one of the greatest. And I, I for one, respect your your bravery you're and your brave. guts to go out on that ledge. Oh,
1: oh, because he's on the pro. Uh, Oh, I get it. I get what he's—he's he's using sarcasm on me because he knows about sports I think and I Bill don't. Wants to be the
2: minority. <laughs> One of
1: these days, Bill, we're gonna have a podcast where I get to make you answer sports questions, and they're gonna be hard questions.
3: Love it! I can't wait.
1: Like, how come there's seven football players on each side?
3: Eleven.
1: How come there's eleven? It's a really weird odd number. <laughs>
0: And what's the pay scale for a water boy? I'm curious about that. You know what? That's true too. Want to know that?
3: And is water boy outdated?
0: Can it be water? Is it water person now?
3: Water person for sure. Water 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 distributor. Distributor. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in um, an H two O distribution for a football team. Was
2: it? uh, Water. Do they still use children for
1: professional sports too? For that.
2: Slave Uh, child labor to just give out water. Yeah, absolutely. That's. Okay, we exclusively right. Yeah, we're we gonna, go banned. Right. Yeah, we're gonna be do. banned
0: from Spotify. We've already talked about kissing kids, <laughs> child labor. What else here? All right. Someone
1: mentioned Disney at one point. Yeah, who we are not affiliated with. True.
3: Let's Somebody just, find the link. Let's just
0: circle back. The only thing that we said in this podcast has been 100 accurate is the comparison of Andy to ET. That's yeah! <laughs>
1: that is the most <laughs> inaccurate thing. I I would say Andy's the most handsome.
0: Is Caitlin available? Can we you pull her right now to find out? <laughs> just, just have her, just have, stand up, just walk towards her, and tell, tell me there's not any T vibe there. I'm there's not. <laughs> she's
1: asleep, and I mean, she wears glasses, so if she Get ever gets her head eyes fixed, she's gonna realize how handsome I really am. She's gonna be like, oh my god, Hop in the basket. Uh, she's like Mr. Magoo without her glasses on, though. But she we probably would to, say yes to ET.
0: We may have to put
2: this one on YouTube. Just say <laughs> yes. <laughs> You no, know, because then a everyone's going to go, ways. why isn't Jared we in a bandana? no sponsors. I don't have a bandana, that's why. You know, we've we got to move on, Jared. Tonight. You have a sure. banana-dana.
3: Yeah, it, Andy, what, what's your, what's your <laughs> third yeah. and final pick? Yes, Andy. I mean,
1: this is a classic from 1997. I'm shocked it has me. not is been brought me? up again.
2: Jared, you just said E.T. Are we done? We're done there? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go
1: ahead. Uh, This is a classic from 1997. I'm disgusted. No one's brought it up. (laughs) It stars the amazing Robin Williams. It's Flubber.
3: Oh shit! Hell yeah! Classic movie.
1: Come on! It brings everything in. It's got science. It's it's got sports because he gets those kids. He sprays it on their shoes and they're dunking all the time. That terrible (laughs) basketball team. It's he's a nutty professor. Well, Okay, yes, it's It's a remake, but it's better than the original. But
3: yes, it's slumber. Yeah, yeah, it's got Robin Williams. That's a solid choice. Are you sure? (laughs) Andy, I've been 100%
0: on board with your list until this. When you said Robin Williams, I was like, okay, there's like 19 movies that I think of Flubber was not on that list.
2: <laughs> I could juwan- you up ahead of that.
1: Flubber is great, and I'm actually just shocked that more Robin Williams movies haven't been mentioned. Like I assume some well, other ones would, but any of them. And so you decided to go with The dark horse. Just that's. Oh, oh I loved Flubber as a kid. Chocolate. I I it's watched awesome. Flubber. Um- Andy, you were not a kid in
0: 1997. You were like 14. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it was great. And it was a great movie, <laughs> and to this day I still love Flubber. Come on, he's got it in his car. Oh. I'm
3: good. As a forty-seven-year-old man in nineteen ninety-seven, <laughs> let me tell you, it's a quality choice. But does Robin Williams really have a lot of kid films? I can think yeah. of Jack, oh, Adam.
0: Patch Adams,
2: Jack, Jumanji. Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji.
0: Jumanji. I don't know yeah. if I'd call Patch
2: Adams a kids' movie. It-
3: Bicentennial
2: Man. Yeah, that'd yeah. Like, I, I remember-
3: like that'd be like Mrs. saying One Hour Photo Dumanji. is one of
2: his kids' movies. <laughs>
3: That is a dark horse. <laughs>
1: Flubber. But yeah, I mean, Hook, was a classic one, too. But I mean, oh, Hook had been thrown around last week. That a couple was a times. great one. I didn't want to say that. that was a great one. But I mean, I thought Flubber held up. I mean, I know Popeye? if I watched it today, I'd love it. Popeye, was, I thought was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Popeye would have been way better. No, Flubber is a great movie. Aladdin? Flubber is a great movie.
3: Aladdin would have been way better. I, I think mean, he would have been yeah, if I picked though? Aladdin, though. He wasn't happy with Aladdin. Oh wait, I gotta I gotta stop talking shit because I'm up next. So. yeah. <laughs> I
0: just searched Robin Williams and Flubber was the last movie that came up.
3: <laughs>
1: I think we should we should ask the followers. What do you think of Flubber? Flubber, yes, Flubber no.
0: Yeah, followers. Do you think that a 24% uh on Rotten Tomatoes is Robin Williams' best work? If we
1: were doing- No, I never said best work. I said it was just an amazing kids' movie, to be honest. And who cares what Rotten Tomatoes says? I mean, who are they? What's what fair? Because
0: Rotten Tomatoes gave Jumanji a fifty-five and Patch Adams a twenty-two. Yeah. See, exactly. They're all over and the gully. place. Where's that one at? Yet, it gave One Hour Photo an eighty-two. So, <laughs> fuck Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: almost all right, like Bill, it's all you're just up opinion. Next.
0: I, I'll just be honest Andy I, I think I saw Flubber a half time and so that's maybe why I'm hating on it I don't know if it actually was a good movie but I just was surprised that that was on your list
3: yeah I, I watched a trailer for it and I was like it's a hard pass for me dog I mean no, at that time Bill you were like eight so I, yeah
1: I was probably 38 so you're like time. oh geez I'm not gonna watch Flubber this is
0: yeah a kid's movie and I was like, what flubber? Oh my god. <laughs> All right, Bill, you give us your
3: Robin Williams movie now. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get torn to shreds for this one.
2: To shreds, you say.
3: Yeah. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the positives on this. Um this is a film from the mind of George Lucas. This is directed by the great Ron Howard. Cocoon, you know how the Grinch stole Christmas. Is I've heard of it? Ron
0: Howard, but not the great Ron Howard. I'm sure the
1: yeah, person. and is it the movie Cocoon? Because I don't think that's a kids' movie.
3: No, no, no. I meant oh, the, I movie the Um, it's a, it's a science fiction movie.
0: It's cocoon, is its is it Mac and me?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Willow. Oh shit! That's a classic. Oh, we movie. about this? Yeah, yeah Willow's funny.
1: amazing. What are you talking about? We yeah, talked we about, about this. I we talked about this
2: here.
0: last night.
1: We talked yeah. about yeah. Willow. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about it's Willow last good.
3: night. I was not privy to this conversation.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah. We were wondering if someone was gonna
3: pick Willow. Dude, I, <laughs> I loved Willow as a kid. Oh my God, Willow was so good. Uh, Yeah, dude. Uh, General Khalil with the fucking um, skeleton mask. Oh, Oh, so so scary. He was the most badass. So, okay. All right. Um, So, I just want to put this out there. It's probably going to give me a little bit more heat. I've never watched a full Star Wars movie. Um, I Oh, nice. Awesome. Um. but I guess this is kind of the same story arc with Darth Vader and General Khalil,
2: which is what Lucas did with like uh, Hidden Fortress and Seven Samurai and all that, right? When he did for the Star Wars stuff, it was all the old like Kurosawa stuff, kind of modeled um, after that almost. Right on. Possibly, anyway.
3: Uh, allegedly. 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 Allegedly,
1: but yeah, Star Wars is definitely modern, after, modeled after Seven Samurai.
3: Uh, or or willow maybe
0: yeah willow well, I think was willow great. might have said that okay. from but the greatest
3: my... thing about willow yeah. was there was these um sticker type cards um it was all these different scenes of the movie yep. and i just plastered them all over my room and my folks got really mad cuz it tore up the paint and everything but i mean shit there's uh there's willow with a with a human baby Yep, and which is almost the size of I, him. the ice queen. Right? Right? I'm like, how did he not drop this baby? Where the f is he going? And also, here's the other thing about this because when Andy um, also uh, let me uh, the Lord of the Rings, um, the, the beginning of that, I'm like, well, this this seems really familiar. It's basically Willow, and uh, yeah, I'm sure Jared the and, Hobbits
2: and the yeah, in the
3: Shire. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I dig it. I'll say that one of my favorite things about uh, Willow After the Fact is um, so I don't know if you've seen the show Life's Too Short. It's like a it's a British comedy starring <laughs> work Davis. And the, the story, oh shit! It's basically um, it's sort of like um, you know an office type um, style show, like of a documentarian who's following work Davis, and work Davis is going through a it's divorce and like a, and a, advisor, like a right? yeah, he's like he's got like this crazy tax bill, and he. Is a, uh, he runs a company called Dwarves for Hire. And so it's just a hilarious show where he just plays like the schmuck in it the whole time, but he keeps banking on the fact that he was in Willow and nobody knows what Willow is. And they just keep, they, like, they're, <coughs> I don't know what that was. I never saw it. I mean, that's like his big crown jewel. But then, um, oh fuck, why can't I think of his name? Who is the, um, uh, who is in Willow that plays, um, oh um uh, mad, mad martigan uh, yeah uh that was val kilmer val kilmer so val yep. kilmer's on the show with him and val kilmer like he comes <laughs> out and he he basically he tricks Warwick into thinking they want to do willow too <laughs> and he like <laughs> take the much money from him. it's like it's just hilarious like how uh, how they do it so if you haven't seen life's too short i think it's on hbo and or amazon at this point and uh it's a really funny watch. It's it's so good the way they do it. And uh, yeah, that Warke sounds right is, up my alley. He's a champion. He's, he's a great character. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad we talked about this yesterday because we all talked that we liked Willow. And, so, and that, I like, like, was, I'm I, not
2: sure if we want to put that one. It's nobody like, was brave enough to put that, it on their list one. except you for you, what? Bill.
3: I literally thought one of you three were going to be like, oh, you motherfucker.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's solid. I'm not
2: going to lie. It is a oh, solid I, one.
3: Absolutely.
2: Freaking Warthog. That shit was tense. Oh, oh wow. 100%.
3: That shit scares all me to the day. All Willow was
2: intense. Oof.
3: That's why I don't eat ham.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. you think that would make you want to eat ham more.
3: Oh, oh, scared of them pigs. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, Eric, what is your final pick? Is it something I'm going to like, or am we going to be at odds all time?
0: well, I'll just say that I got to be honest. I love this movie growing up. I would still watch it to this day. I think it holds up. It's kind of an interesting story. Um, It's it's different than my other picks. Um, It's old, too. I mean, it came out the year I was born, 1986. Um, But I watched it frequently and its sequel. But we're going to get into why it doesn't hold up in some ways. Um the nineteen eighty-six Steve Gutenberg classic, Short Circuit.
3: Yes. That was on my list. I, I love that movie. I hated um, that
0: movie. Who loved it, Andy. Shut up.
1: I didn't. I didn't like the robot. I didn't understand it when I was a kid. I was like, I, don't understand what's going on with
0: the robot. I didn't know what input was. I was like, what is this? I said he I never input. understood. He's got he's not that hard to understand. No disassemble, right?
2: Yeah. Don't take me apart. Just tell me I what never I need input. Like, I want to learn,
0: learn what he's doing. Well, he likes to dance.
2: Or he yeah. dances the Ali Sheedy? Um, they were very like, expressive eyes, every Considering it was an old nineteen eighties friggin' like big headset.
0: Yeah, the premise essentially is that this company's sort of mass producing these robots to help with everyday tasks, and they're pretty pretty evolved. Whoa. One of them gets struck by lightning, and and be in. Becomes real and then they have to track it down because it goes off and does its own thing. So you've got Steve Gutenberg who plays a scientist, and um uh what's his name? Fisher
3: oh wow. uh, Fisher, Fisher Stevens. Yep.
0: Who also plays a scientist. Um this That's is the elephant in the room, though. A
3: little bit of a problem here.
0: The, pretty yeah, racially insensitive to Indians. Intense. Um
3: absolutely. I mean, it, oh yeah.
0: They've got this this white guy playing a very Poor stereotypical. They got
2: them in brown face too, don't they? Yeah, the yeah. yeah they got them in brown face. Do. It's uh, it, it's, it's not it's, the best.
0: Yeah, it, it's pretty insensitive, and I'm sure that they've um, you know, they've probably uh realized that, and maybe there's a a fan page out there where they've done some crazy apologizing. But I'll I, say that
3: not so much. Probably not. It's um, the director, at least. Yeah, yeah John it, John Bad- John Batham said that. It was, in retrospect, he wouldn't have done it, but he had already. At the had time, Fisher it was a design; it was just a choice. Yeah, yeah. It, it's but it, the the apology doesn't hold up.
0: Yeah. So, again, much like many movies in the '80s, pretty culturally insensitive, and yeah. um, you know, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, but the movie itself, I think, is lighthearted and fun, and it's uh, I think it's got a good theme to it, and um. It. it has a great goop. sequel. Yeah, it's got a great. It's got a great sequel. Um, yeah. You know, again, we're we're having to to sort of <laughs> pivot around the the inherent yeah. racism in the movie, but yeah, um, scale for time. So, anyway, I loved it. Um, I love robots. I love the concept of of the film and um yeah to me it holds up i do i do want to do a round of honorable mentions so i will stop there absolutely
3: Um, can i just interject interject a couple things on that um so what these robots were were strategic artificial intelligent nuclear uh transports aka saints Uh, so they were they were military grade right right um and, uh, uh, one of the, the, um, other thing that I really liked was where Johnny five got his name was, uh, from the song, um, by El barrage. <laughs> uh, uh, where's Johnny? Who is Johnny? <laughs> oh, who is Johnny? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah.
0: Is that
3: okay, Right. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: He's, it was a, it, it was a
3: banger of a song. It was.
0: Solid soundtrack choice.
3: I will oh, say man, in, part great two, pick, Eric. Great in part picks. two,
0: they do um, yeah, uh, Bonnie Tyler's uh, holding out for a hero when yes! Johnny Five puts himself back together and he's going down the highway on that truck.
3: What a fucking dude, badass scene. <laughs> does he have a mohawk? <laughs> he's At got the, the mohawk. It? Yeah. Uh, dude, if, it, if there wasn't the racism, it would be such a fucking good movie.
1: <sighs> Damn. I mean, it's not the the racism's not the only thing that holds it down, though. It's just,
3: it's I, I not that good don't of a like the robot dude. It's
2: a kid movie. What more do you want from the premise, Andy? You know what, Jared? All right, we're not talking
1: about Spice World here. All right, we're talking about Short Circuit, and I just didn't like
2: it. Well, what's your problem with Spice World? Yeah, I'm just saying that that was a blatant kid movie. It didn't need of promise. Short circuit is it like, <laughs> you know, hey, we please. got all these
1: robots that are going to help people. One got struck by like, What is this? Powder? He got struck by lightning?
2: Come on. Because lightning doesn't here. hit things? Is that what you're trying Get to tell me? Andy? I'm trying, trying to tell you to inspire the robot. Is less all right. likely? No. All
1: right. Jared, move on to your next pick. All right. Because you know what? That movie was terrible. Terrible.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. It's no flubber, but. You're right, no oh, blubber. I'm blubber was at least funny too. Burned him <laughs> A short circuit wasn't funny yeah.
1: It was not funny Holy cow, okay Alright, Jared, save us from this I don't
2: right, bring everybody down I'm going Never Ending Story 1984 <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I love nice. that when I was a kid That was a great movie
3: Absolutely, that's another one that was on the list
2: but it was so scary yeah. too, though. Brock monsters and yeah, when he mm-hmm. loses our attacks in the uh, the wolf swamp. Come on, ooh, okay, so, yeah, Falcor was dope.
3: I I, I was and rewatched a big that. dog head flying around. This afternoon, that specific scene uh, of uh, in the uh, swamp of sadness. That's such a
2: downer, right? That's so yeah, heavy. I,
3: but like, it's like I, I liked his positivity for a while. And then all of a sudden he just starts calling him a stupid horse and like, I'm like, yo, know, that's something you do to your friend. You don't call him stupid when he's in the swamp of sadness. Come on now. Part of, Lift him well, up.
2: All you have Bust to do is, he, had to, he had to move out himself. He was stuck. He had to do his move, but he wouldn't move. I know. I know. But sometimes when
3: you're in the swamp of sadness, you don't want to move. Yeah. You know, just. Respect the horses, you gotta pick horses. yourself up,
1: Bill. Okay, you gotta up. You gotta pick yourself up, or watch out for a wolf that's gonna freaking
3: get you in a swamp. The nothing, yeah. Said deep, now, d- deep Cold War overtones.
2: Big mountains eating rocks all the time. That was yeah. always fun.
0: Now I'm. I just went to the IMDb page because I was curious to <laughs> uh, to to see some of the casting here. here. Um, I have a problem. <laughs> Oh boy! There is one one gentleman's name, and his his real name is Deep Roy, and his character in the movie was Teeny Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about this movie where Deep Roy plays Teeny Weenie. <laughs> Are we sure
1: that's not a typo on either one of them? I, listen, no, I've real, never I'm had sure. a
0: problem with this page. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it as gospel here. <laughs> Great oh. pick, great pick. Back to back bangers. Yeah, you went deep, Roy. <laughs> you went deep into the files. I
1: mean, I I agree. I think uh, you know, short circuit is definitely a teeny weenie, and then uh, it's a deep Roy for uh, a
0: <laughs> neverending story. Jeez. Andy Andy must have had a bad day at the office today. <laughs> That's why he's hand on short circuit. <laughs> All right. I
1: have to admit it. A robot came in and he blew up my computer. I have not been happy ever
3: since. But did I will you say, say 25 as, is alive afterwards? It's true. He did.
1: As <laughs> a, as a, you know, um, one that I had on my list that I, yeah, I was you like. Do have an honor, honorable I'm, mention? I have an honorable mention. I I was convinced someone would go for it. It's the 1985 classic Goonies with Sean Astin. Ooh, I yeah, mean, Corey yeah. Feldman. I mean, uh, Josh Brolin is in it. It's an all-star cast. Classic, absolutely. One-Eyed Willie. I mean, there's Treasure, and then there's that deleted scene where they fight the giant squid. I mean, come on.
3: So good. So, uh, most of my um, my picks were selected, but there was one that I really I knew you liked Blubber. Did not make the list after Flubber, It was Flight of the Navigator. I, I don't know. If, it was 1986. So I don't know if uh, any of you guys saw this one. I thought I, have I seen wasn't, that one. I was confused by remember Here's it. the
2: whole thing. Is it as it's long as I remember it as a kid?
3: Pretty
1: great. Okay. Um It's got uh it's about six hours long. I remember it, it being is, super long. No, too.
3: it's not that long. It's got uh Paul Rubens in it sort of it's got his voice but and he's credited as oh, Paul Mall. Oh yeah. Yeah, um and you can't really tell until he develops the ability of a uh, of humor and he does a laugh and then all of a sudden you hear the laugh and you're like whoa. Um but yeah, so it's uh it, it takes place in 19 originally it takes place in 1978. Um this kids uh 12-year-old uh, kids going to look for his uh, little brother over at uh, the neighbor's house. Um, he gets really close to a cliff. Uh, when he wakes up, he walks back um, to his house, and it's eight years later. And he still looks exactly the same. Um, there, It's the first big CGI uh, movie and uh, for the spaceship, and yeah, pretty much flies around in this big spaceship, all CGI. Um, and uh, it's just this this is another one that I've watched incessantly. Um, pretty much at the end, uh, instead of seeing it like the government's looking for him and knows that his family will never be, you know, okay, he sees if uh, the spaceship named Max will. Uh, go back in time to 1978 and um yeah it's just a cool cool movie
1: see I I didn't like it because I didn't understand it as a kid I it always confused me. and I and I, like Jared said it seemed very long
3: maybe it was maybe it was longer but, than I thought I thought it was only like 83 minutes but
2: maybe guess, it's just some of the stuff maybe it takes a while to get into the ship is that what it is I yeah, remember. and
3: I, I think one of the one of the things that I really like about it is they have like a, a totally 80s um, reference in there where uh, he was talking about going to see the Bee Gees um last year, and she mentions um oh that's kind of weird. He's like, speaking of weird, your hair's got a purple streak. It's like I went to the Twisted Sister show. It's like, <laughs> who's she? <clears throat> it's a he. Actually, a they like, oh, such a great movie? It is a good band, yeah. 90 minutes, it's 90 minutes, okay. Uh,
2: so it was just me being young and impatient then.
3: And 90 minutes for uh, yeah, for somebody young is it's tough.
1: I gotta watch it again because I just remember being so confused as a kid. And I was like, I don't, I could, I was just I, like, I don't get it.
3: I, I, I can see where it gets confusing because like, like his little um, brother's older than him.
2: Uh, when he get, when he comes back, yeah.
3: So like when it was, so I never TV, knew it, it what happened to him.
1: Um, it's weird. Yeah, I just couldn't follow it as a kid. I just, it just confused the hell out of me. Wait, right. What do you have for an honorable? It's going to be
0: different now, though, Andy. Just saying. <laughs> no, it probably won't. Um, so I had a bunch of honorable mentions because I I just love movies in general. So it's kind of hard to narrow it down. But this is one again, a little off the off the radar, but it features my all-time favorite comedian um i believe it's 1995 i don't have the research for it but um house guest with phil hartman not my favorite comedian but phil hartman's in it sinbad
1: oh that was so good oh. that was a good one
0: yeah sinbad's trying to get it. away trying to get away from some uh, people that he owes money to and he ends up pretending to be an old um college uh friend of phil hartman and ends up staying with him for a little while and he has to pretend that he's like this world-renowned dentist and he just does a great job of trying to like bullshit his way through um and he ends up like teaching the family a lot of things and he learns a lot from them too but um this is a great movie and you can't go wrong with sinbad in any movie um, oh he's a talent definite talent he does he has there's a great scene where they need him to go on and perform. A dental surgery in front of a whole classroom to show them how he would do an extraction or something, and so he he's like, all right, and so he goes in to 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 get prepped, and he accidentally puts his hand in Novocaine and starts using it as if it was like a soap or something, and then so his hands are numb, and he's like he's like trying to like pick up the tools and stuff, and he ends up like hitting the guy in the head, and like the tooth flies out or something, and everyone (laughs) claps. It's just. It's so silly. It's like uh, I don't know. It, but it, it's just hilarious. And like I said, any movie with Sinbad is, is right up my alley. So, um, going and guest.
1: I feel like he owed like money to like mobsters or something. Because I remember yeah. he won the lottery, and then he ends up giving him the the ticket, and then for like being on the show or something. And then the guy ends up losing big on the wheel. I remember that yep. too, yep. which was absolutely hilarious. It must have been a bookie or something, but.
0: Yeah, I think he's been doing a a bunch of bets or whatever. And yeah. Classic one. And Jared, what's your honorable mention?
2: I think I'm going to go Ernest Scared Stupid. Nice. We should watch that again, all of us.
1: Jared, do you have four
3: copies of that?
1: We should we should get together and watch all the Ernest movies and then do a podcast on, on ranking which one we thought was the
2: top. On a hard drive, but I don't think I have a copy of it like on a DVD anywhere. I'll buy it. Might, I'd, I'd rather own it.
0: Well, I think... I don't know if we can watch all of them um, per se, but um, August 13th it's going to be a party. We can watch... We can consider that one of our horror movies to watch, and that can be Ernest.
1: <laughs> Ernest. You know what my favorite Ernest movie was, though? Is Ernest goes to jail? Ernest, scared stupid, was 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 scary. When I think back on him, I, I for some reason Ernest goes to jail always got me. I'm sure if I watched him again, I would change my ranking because Ernest saves Christmas is really good too. But I and mean, Jim Carrey is always so ones funny. Ones I haven't
2: seen since yeah. Probably,
0: like, Ernest around goes around to jail is really good. Out. Except, isn't there a scene in the beginning where? Because it's like he gets swapped with someone else, right? Like he with someone
2: who
1: looks just like him, but he's mean like him. yeah,
0: which bad guy? How unfortunate! Yeah, two people in the world look like Jim Varney I was just, <laughs> just yeah, was <laughs> say that. Of course, Jim Varney. Um, Jim Varney
2: played like a dozen people.
0: Isn't there the scene where he, um, he's he's on like the jury or something? He's in jury duty and he eats like a whole piece of paper covered in ink because. His pen breaks or something. <laughs> it's like a really disgusting scene. I'm pretty sure it's in Ernest goes to jail, and it's really hard to watch. <laughs> that about right. Otherwise, that the movie's familiar. really good. <laughs> He's like chewing a piece the of paper, and there's ink coming out of his mouth and stuff. It's disgusting.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my it god! It's raining pretty good right now, huh? Yeah, we got some thunderstorms up north. Thunder I was and here up in the
2: but it just opened up.
3: It's not. I don't
2: think. All it's right, y'all.
0: Well, um, we want to thank you for. Uh, for joining the podcast um tonight uh listening to our oh, show yeah. and us uh bullshit about movies um we will be back again next week with a brand new episode um again oh, we have i just want fight- to give a
1: shout out honorable mention biodome with paulie shore classic movie. well we're actually so going to
0: do our we're going to rank man. our favorite paulie shore movies next week so yeah so that, i call in no man no, oh my it. God! It's Man. I gave right? that
1: a one a shout out. That was a good one. It's so anyway, the weasel. He always
0: said that. Juice.
2: Juice. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, we're gonna take the Radmobile right out of here. We'll catch y'all <laughs> next week with a with a freshy ep, and uh, we'll announce it on the gram. You can play along. Um, but thanks everyone for for tuning in, and we'll see you again.
2: Yes. See ya. See ya.